love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow zealots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing good. Fantastic. This episode, we are doing a new review of the movie Game Night. Uh, but before we get into that, of course, we have the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa, the Alexa quote, quote of, of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right. The game rules of the Alexa quote of the show are simple. For those who don't know, I will be playing a movie quote vocalized by the Amazon Alexa, and the participants will write down the complete name of the movie, the year it was released, the top three billed actors in order. They will receive one point for the correct movie name, two points for the year, and one point for each additional actor, for each actor they get in the correct billing order. Uh, Also, if you get all six points, you get a bonus four points to make it an even ten. Uh, currently, uh, Paul is down only by five points, 35 to 40. So he's within striking distance. So let's see if he can do it this week. Are you guys ready for the Alexa quote of the show quote for this episode? Here it is. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? So when you guys write down your answers, hey, did you know that you can help support the show directly by donating to our tip jar found in each in each episode show notes? You can make a one-time donation or a recurring monthly uh, tip. Also, you can help the show indirectly by going to our website, which the link is found in our show notes as well, and click the Amazon banner or the Amazon link, and that will lead you straight to Amazon where you can make purchases, and uh, they send a little bit uh, back to us, and it costs you nothing extra. Also, please feel free to email the show at moviezealotspodcast at gmail.com for any review recommendations, or if you have a review of your own, uh, feel free to leave it, and maybe uh, we'll read it on the air. Paul looks like he's in deep I'm thought. sure you're here. I, I'm, I'm just in a bad situation here, because I, I, I can't even think of his name, and I, I yet let alone the movie. And I, 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 oh, that's, no. I must just be fried or something. I, I can visualize him, but I just can't. I just have one question for you, Paul. You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? I can't believe you don't know who that who says that. Oh, I, 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 I can see the actor, but I, I, I just. Mm. Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll, I have a guess. I, I don't think it's the right guess. All right, we got two I thumbs up. Other... All right, uh, let's go with you first, Joe. What do you say? I went Raging Bull. Okay. And I never know the year, so I say 1982. Okay. El Pacino. Okay. And he's the only one I know. Okay. All right, this Paul. Is before he showed up with De Niro and Pesci in every movie. So. <laughs> All right, Paul, what do you got? Wow. Well, I, I went Scarface. Okay. 82. Okay. Pacino. Okay. Wow. You guys suck so bad. I thought this was easy. The name, at least. How don't you know? You talking to me? You talking to I me? First no, all, you're right. It's, it's it's what's his name? It's from Home Alone. Is that the guy? No, no, no. It's no not, who is it? It's not Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> no, okay. no, First of all, the... it's Taxi Driver. Yeah. 
Do you guys know Taxi Driver? Taxi Driver. That was it. Not Raging oh, Bull. Oh, okay. 1976. Robert De Niro, Jodie Foster, Albert Brooks. Albert yeah, we Brooks. suck. Yeah, we 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 thanks for, I I just I, for some reason I just had Raging Bull on the brain and that was all. I thought the the movie name you guys would, well the movie name in the actor I thought that was a no brainer. Wow, I am shocked. Wow. Well, you guys scored zero points between two of you, so there you go. Wow, that's wow. impressive that we both. <laughs> yeah, that is impressive. Got it that bad. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get right to our review. The name of the game or the name of the movie is Game Night. Uh, it came out in 2018, rated R, and one hour, 40 minutes in length. The director is two directors, actually, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, or Goldstein, I'm not sure how you'd say it. Uh, they both uh, co-directed Vacation. I think that was the uh, remake, or the, it's not a remake per se, it's the continuation of the National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, cast a note, Jason Bateman, Rochelle McAdams, or Rachel McAdams, and Kyle Chandler. Uh, let's see the IMD. Okay. So the, the synopsis of the film, the brief description is a group of friends who meet regularly for game nights, find themselves trying to solve a murder mystery. IMDB has it at 7.5 out of 10 rotten tomatoes. The critics give it a 82 and the audience gives it an 84%. Budget is about uh, $37 million. Opening weekend, it did $17 million. That's uh, February 18th. That was the weekend. And gross so far, as of March 1st, is $22.8 million. So it's on track to uh, at least uh, get its money back. Uh, notes. Okay, so this movie does have a body count. Does anyone... Well, Joe, you didn't see the movie, correct? No, I didn't see it. I yeah. misunderstood the assignment and went and yeah. watched Death Wish. Yeah, that's that's next. That's uh, our following... Another episode. Oh, can we talk about? <laughs> How dare you, sir? All right. So, Paul, do you have a body count guess for me? Oh no way. Um, fifteen. Wow. Who? What movie did you Could see? It be? We're talking about well, uh, wait, 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 Game Night, not Death Wish. Jeez. Yeah, it's four. Wait, there were more. There were more deaths in Game Night than Death Wish. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm just. Uh, the body counts right. four. Okay, four. <laughs> we want to uh, talk about Death Wish? No, oh. stop it. Uh, notes of <laughs> Game Night. In the film, Jason Bateman and Rochelle, Rachel, is it Rachel or Rochelle? McAdams. Rachel, isn't it? Rachel? Yep. In the film, Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams makes a joke about child actors not amounting to much. Bateman was a child star famous for his role in Silver Spoons. Now, What's-his-face was Silver Spoons. He must have been a side part, right? He wasn't the main kid. Because that was uh, yeah, no, Ricky that was Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder, right? Holy mackerel. Yeah, so... Uh, Jason Bateman was Teen Wolf 2. Yeah, but he wasn't a kid at that point. So, yeah, I, I think he's... Uh, they're, 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 uh, you know, he's thinking... He's I not, thought he's, he was in something, but I, I didn't think it was Silver Spoons. He's not a child star That's... by any means. Yeah. Maybe a child you know, supporting actor. <laughs> That's it. Uh, in addition to referring to Quentin Tarantino's films Pulp Fiction and Django Unchained, the movie modeled a scene using Tarantino's signature one-take continuous long shot. Uh, it's, it, amazingly, it doesn't tell you what the scene is. I don't particularly remember what scene that was, but uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, the film contains references to Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk films in the MCU. Uh, Rachel McAdams, who stars in this film, had actually previously appeared in the MCU 
in what movie, Paul? Your MCU fan. Do you know what movie she's appeared in? No, no. Doctor Strange. Doesn't. Oh yeah. Okay. Doesn't say what the role was, but it says she appeared in. Uh, Jason Bateman was originally set to direct the film, but Daly and Goldstein or Stein uh, would only work on the rewrite of the script if they also directed. Ryan keeps referring to an underground fight club. During a guessing game, Max has to get Annie and her his friends to guess the actor Ed Norton. Ed Edward Norton, of course, is one of the main stars in Fight Club. Prior to filming, the cast members had its own quote-unquote game night so they could uh, get to know one another, and they played Clue and Joking Hazard. Now, Paul, you're a uh, board game uh, fan. Have you ever played Joking Hazard, and what is it? No idea. No, I, I honestly haven't. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know what that is. I know Clue, but <laughs> that's the only one. All right. Uh, throughout the film, various children's games are played while trying to navigate the plot. Simon Says is played when Rachel Adams, McAdams, is holding the gun to the kidnapper, kidnappers in the bar. Hot Potato is played with the egg. Shreds is played between Jason Bateman and McAdams at the airport. Now, I will say that scene, you know what scene they're talking about, Paul, where he's trying to get her to turn on the conveyor belt? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, they, oh, and they're doing the shreds. I thought that was a little over the top. I, I, that's the only yeah. point in the movie that I thought, oh, boy, that's a little, <laughs> a little too much. Uh, various connections to the game Monopoly are found throughout the, the film, including Jason Plemons' dog. He's a piece. Kyle Chandler's car. That's a piece. Uh, Kyle Chandler buying a new property on Boardwalk. Of course, that's a board space. Then has comma, etc. in these notes. Why wouldn't they list everything? That seems weird that they would mention this. Say, oh, there's various, and they only give you a couple if there's more? That's lazy. I'm not so certain there are, etc. I'll have to go back and uh, pay close attention. I don't that's know. its own game right there, Tom. Yep, there we go. <laughs> well, game night. Get now, on it. Now, Joe, when you, uh, when you watch it, uh, you can uh, check it out. Need to look out for Monopoly pieces. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, Paul, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I guess I'll start. All right. I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. I just I feel like I've seen this movie before, though. I, I, I guess it doesn't much matter. The plot isn't as important as the comedy, right? I mean, I, somewhere there's been another movie about people that think they're in a game and they're not. Um, oh, yeah, I don't think their concept particularly is original. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I did I mean, like I think the, had the movie Clue. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It was funny, but I, I, I don't know. They all seem to run together to me. Justin Bateman movies. In general, he always plays the same character, I think, which I guess isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, yes, um, he 100% plays the same person. <laughs> there's no question he just plays i mean I, I assume he is that dude and he's not acting <laughs> he's just <laughs> living out the script because yeah he plays that same character no matter what movie he is in it's quite remarkable yeah. not quite michael j fox <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, so man. yeah and it's got a lot of the horrible bosses he, style humor you know what i mean like, yeah 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 but yeah it was it was it was, it was a good good movie fun movie i i Personally, probably wouldn't see it until second run, but you know, I like second run. You are second run, Paul. Yeah, oh, I'll get so. my review. Uh, comedies are very subjective, <laughs> so you know it, it's hard to give a rating to a comedy because uh, some things make people laugh, some people don't. Uh, I still remember going to see um, 
dodgeball and really wanting to like that movie. And I walked out of that thinking, oh my God, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, and other people like that movie. So I don't know. This movie, Jason Bateman, uh, I'm trying to think of he's if he's done a movie or show that I have not enjoyed. I don't think so. Like Arrested Development. <laughs> I love that show. Um, any movie he's been in, like Horrible Bosses, that's a good example. Uh, and although I... I'll be honest with you. How many are there? Three horrible bosses or two? Two that I've seen, but there might be three. Who knows? I'm not 100% sure I've seen all of two. I know I saw some of it. But, uh, yeah. But I thought this movie was really good. I, <laughs> I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it the entirety of the movie. I, I enjoyed watching it. The one the one dude from Breaking Bad, Joe. Um, hmm. I don't know what his name is in Breaking Bad. He's the uh, pseudo-chemist at the end. The blonde guy, who whose uncle oh, is Todd. Todd, yeah, yeah, he's in it. He he plays a. Cop. Oh, I love him. He's yeah. such a great character. He does such great evil. Oh, and he's just he just plays this straight guy, and oh man, this cop. Oh my lord, it's insane. So good. <laughs> yeah. Is he a sociopath in the movie? Because I think that's his like required role in Hollywood. Now. Uh, yeah, basically he's just yeah he's nuts. Uh, but yeah, super. It's Jesse Plemons, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's uh, yeah. He's very good in this. I, I thought everybody did a really good job. There's a ton of people in it, and uh, I, I liked it. I, I thought the plot was good. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad at the like they did some things at the end where like oh, but this is all just a lesson. Like oh no, not really. <laughs> I thought that was good too. I like that. Oh, Paul shaking his head like he didn't like it. Uh, it was a little over the top, of course. You know, a bunch of <laughs> nerdy gamers beating up uh, you know hitmen and stuff. But <laughs> if you get past that. It was really good. And like I said, there's only one moment in the entire film that I thought, oh, man, this is stupid. And that was when he was doing the charades to tell his wife to turn on a conveyor belt. Uh, yeah, that was really dumb. But the fact, but after he turned on the belt and it was really slow, <laughs> that scene was really funny. So, you know, that made up for it. But, yeah, there's only one time when I thought, oh, I cringed a little bit in my chair. Uh, the rest of the movie it was very good. And like I said, it was, what did I say? It was an hour and 40 minutes or something. So it was just long enough. It got you in, got you out made you smile. I laughed multiple times out loud uh, in the theater. So uh, for me, that's a good comedy. I didn't didn't like it or I didn't dislike it. And I laughed and I didn't think it was too long. So I'd say I'd go see this first run. I, I definitely, for a comedy, you can't go wrong. Now, if you're looking for uh, something that's going to change your life, this may not be the film. Uh, but uh, just to go out and have a good time, Joe, I recommend you go and see this movie. You should have in lieu of Death Wish, since this is the review we're doing. But uh, at least you I know don't know. Now. De- Death, Wish, Death Wish was pretty sweet. <laughs> we should talk about that. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this was a, a fantastic movie. <laughs> so uh, first run, go see it. And uh, it, I this is I'd watch it again. It has rewatch. It has rewatchability as well. Uh, it was just, it was funny. It had some good uh, interesting points. So. I think that's it. Uh, Joe, do you have any questions for us about uh, game night? About game night. So, uh, Paul, you say watch it second run, and Tom says you you watch first it right run. now, right? Yeah. I'm first. not. I'm not one for comedies. Like, I don't think that there are many comedies that would get me to go. You know, just pure. Like, I guess if I'm going to watch first run, usually it has to be a big visual. Like, uh, Joe, keep in mind. Keep in mind, he just gave history yeah. of the world. No, first I'm just run. saying that. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. That the, the the reality is, I think most of the time. I, I, I won't see a comedy first run. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree have with to you. be in a really good mood to go see a comedy, and theaters don't generally foster that atmosphere anymore. 
Yeah. Because um, there's always somebody sitting in the front row with their phone open. Yeah. Scrolling through text messages in front of everybody. <laughs> well, they're not flip phones anymore, Joe. They're always open. We're, we're in smartphone no, technology. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with, with the, the whole... turned on. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I, well, I'm watching, I mean, like I said, I'm watching Breaking Bad, and they're all flip phones, so... <laughs> <I'm> very sensitive. <laughs> oh, it's a period piece. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with Paul. I, I typically don't go see uh, movies, comedies first, or in the theater. Um, but this one, because uh, we're doing the review, and I like Jason Bateman, and I think it's an interesting premise, you know, the game night. Uh, I like games myself, so I, I did go see it, and uh, I don't regret it. The question is, Joe... Based yeah, unfortunately, my wife was unavailable. I was going to take... It felt like more of a date movie, or I'd have to take my wife. Yeah. So, and, yeah. you know, and I, she couldn't make it uh, for one reason or another, and my son was available, so Death Wish, obviously, is the way to go. Ah, uh, yeah. So, let me ask you, are you going to go see Date Night in the theater? I have to. I, I want to, but I have to find out if I get get permission if, if she can come with me i'll definitely see it but if it's just going to be like my son and i no but if but if the wife can make it i'll definitely go with her all right well there you go seems more up her alley versus, uh, yeah it's good you guys will have a good time i assure you well that'll wrap it up for this episode so thanks again to paul and joe for joining me for this review of game night and until next time that's a wrap 